and welcome into this end zone edition of the WTOC Sports Podcast. Jake Wallace, Lindsey Goff coming to you on this Thursday afternoon as we look towards Friday night's biggest high school football games. And Lindsey, it's an exciting week across the area, especially over in the Palmetto State where SCHSL play begins on Friday night. We've had some games impacted as they have really all across the state, but we do have some happening in the Palmetto State on Friday night. We'll get to that in just a minute, but want to ask how you're doing, how you're feeling about a Friday night. It's starting to feel like fall. We've got a couple weeks under our belt, and now here we are getting into really kind of the, the mid-season of 2020. No, it almost feels like week one in a lot of ways because we finally have a full slate of games, whereas the past few weeks we've kind of focused on Georgia. Now we have South Carolina in the mix as well. So it's definitely exciting. We're going to get to see some more teams this week for the first time. And the Georgia team's starting to get in that mid-season swing where we're starting to see who's who and, you know, who's contenders and pretenders, I guess you could say, um, starting to find their groove a little bit. So this is a fun time of year. Yeah, so mid-season for most Georgia teams, but really it's the debut for our game of the week opponents, that being Liberty County and Bradwell in this most interesting, unusual 2020 year. The Tigers and the Panthers will take each other on this Friday night at Olvey Field. They're kicking off their seasons late after postponing the start of sports um, back in August or back in July, actually, and now they're back to it. And in, unusual in this way. So Liberty County and Bradwell are going to play at Bradwell this Friday night. Then they'll turn around next week, play each other at Liberty County. Uh, spoke with Coach Kyle Adkins of Bradwell and Kirk Warner of Liberty County, and he said, yeah, it's just a way for us to kind of get back in the groove of things. We can both stay within this community. We can see how things go. And so – they admit it's going to be different. It's probably going to be a little sloppy on both ends. They told both, both of them told me that, but they're excited and their kids are excited to play a real game after two months ago. We didn't really know if they were going to play Liberty County schools said, we're going to postpone it. We hope to play, but we're not sure yet. And so the fact that these kids get to play and they're going to kick off the season with two weeks of rivalry games, I think is pretty cool. And we'll have our broadcast from Olvey Field Friday night at, at Bradwell. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. And it is different that they're playing each other twice in a row. I mean, you pretty much never see that at any level of football. So it's interesting, but that is 2020. And the fact that it is a rivalry game, this week will be fun. And especially next week after they've got a feel for each other, it'll be a good measuring stick at how much they can improve because they're playing each other again. I think that'll be really interesting to watch. Yeah, Liberty County coming off a 6-3 and three campaign last year. They lost in the first round of the playoffs. Their fifth straight winning season under head coach Kirk Warner. And then Bradwell, 3-7 and seven last year in Kyle Adkins' first season with the Tigers. They're looking for some improvement um, as they kind of get more familiar with this system. This was a 42-10 win by Liberty County last year. And I asked both coaches about that point you just made, Lindsay, that you're playing each other back-to-back -back weeks. Do you hold anything back? Do you not show anything? How, how do you prepare knowing that what you do Friday is going to directly impact what you do next week? And 
And both coaches kind of just chalked it up to, listen, like you said, Lindsay, this is a weird season. We're trying to get in games. They both kind of had to cancel really the first third of their season. And so this way they can guarantee that they're getting in two games. Uh, they're not having to travel very far. It's about just about 10 minutes down the road each way. So it's weird. It's unusual, but it's so very 2020 that we get two rivals kicking their season off against each other two straight weeks. So that's our game of the week Friday night. Another game that we're going to be interested to see happening in Pooler, the Savannah Christian Raiders, who we've talked about plenty so far in 2020, but for good reason. They are 3-0, and and they've done it in pretty dominant fashion, hosting a John Millage team this Friday night that it's their second straight GISA opponent, but this is probably the best team in GISA, and I don't think it's close. JMA coming out of Milledgeville, they've won 20 consecutive regular season games, the defending GISA class AAA champs, and they've simply dominated the last two years. The defending champs, like I mentioned, 20 consecutive regular season games. They're only lost the last two years in the state championship game back in 2018. So this team brings a, an element of competition that you don't normally see out of GISA opponents, they're a really good team, and they may be the best offense that Savannah Christian is going to see so far this year. Yeah, John Millage is led behind a Division I running back commit, committed to Virginia, Ahmad Faustin. He had eight touchdowns in that state title game, and of course the Raiders have a pretty explosive offense of their own, so I'm anticipating a lot of points in this one. Yeah, Fawson's the big star for this, this Trojan team. He had 46 touchdowns a year ago as a junior. Um, hasn't played in 2020, according to the uh, union recorder in Milledgeville, was held out of the season opener uh, after a preseason injury to his leg, undisclosed leg injury. And uh, John Millage has been pretty uh, holding it pretty close to the vest whether or not he'll play Friday night. If he does, that's a big – uh, addition, obviously, to that JMA offense. And then uh, John Millage, also their, their head coach, former Georgia fullback, JT Wall. So uh, Savannah fans who remember watching the dogs in that, those early 2000s are uh, going to know who the JMA coach is. So that's a really interesting game uh, that I think a lot of people around here are interested to see, especially if Faustin plays. That'll be the biggest test the Raider defense has faced so far. We mentioned South Carolina public school football kicking off and, uh, on Friday, and one of the games that we'll have here in our area, Colleton County at Bluffton, uh, the shortened season for, for the South Carolina public teams, not a whole lot of non-region games. The Bobcats jumping right into it with region play against Colleton County. Um, this is a Bluffton team trying to bounce back from a really tough 2019 and think they have the talent to do it. A region win against a Collins County team that beat them last year is a good way to start 2020. Yeah, there's no beating around the bush in South Carolina right now. You know, you say every week matters in football because it is a shorter season than, say, basketball or definitely baseball. But especially this year and especially in South Carolina with such a shortened season, every week is critical that you get a win and have a good performance. One guy to watch for this Bobcat team, I talked to him. Uh, when they got back to practice, defensive end DJ Aiken, the six foot five junior, uh, really starting to pick up the, the Division I 
FBS offers and a guy that I think is going to really explode um, this season and really take over and have a breakout year. So keep an eye for DJ Aiken starting this Friday night when Bluffton host Colleton County. One team that's off to a good start but won't be playing Friday night, that'd be the Jeff Davis Yellow Jackets, their game with Tattle County uh, canceled earlier this week. But I did get a chance to speak with Yellow Jacket head coach Lance Helton. His jacket's off to a 3-0 and start. Wanted to talk to him about his team and this year and especially what it's like trying to navigate the waters of a football season through the COVID-19 era. Here's that interview with Jeff Davis head coach Lance Helton. All right, joined on the podcast by Jeff Davis head coach Lance Helton. And coach, off to a 3-0 and start for the third consecutive year, though your quest for 4-0 and going to have to wait a little while. Uh, game against Tattnall this week canceled. You'll play Long County on the road in Ludowisi uh, next week. But I wanted to ask what you've learned about your team through three wins in 2020. You know, Jake, that's a great question. Um, for me, I've learned a few things. I've learned that I'm not really sure yet what kind of team we are or how good we can be. What I've learned is we've got to clean up our play a little bit. Um, you know, it's it's hard through, through these first three games. We've been kind of penalty-stricken. Um, we in some key areas, and we, we've we've really battled that aspect. And I've learned we got to be more disciplined. Just being honest with you, you know, I'm proud of being three and zero. Winning's hard, you know, but but at the same time, coming into year four for us now, we've got a standard of how we need to win, and undisciplined play does not meet that standard. Um, so we've got to we've got to still clean that up. I've also learned this: our kids are resilient. You know, we uh, in the first two weeks of the year, we lost our starting quarterback and our starting fullback for potentially the entire season. So it is it has been a resiliency thing for our kids. Our kids have battled through. They've come together, and and I'm proud of that that sort of mindset and mentality out of them. The whole next man up cliche, I think sometimes is overused, but it's really been that way for us. And Kudos to our coaches for how they're handling this situation, how they're preparing every kid on our roster. Yeah, you mentioned the the offensive injuries, but your defense has, has played tremendous. You've gotten some some pick sixes in a couple games in a row now to to help pace you. What is it about that defense that has played very well, really, over the last two seasons? You know, we we had a change at, at DC this year. Our former DC coach Jacob Orwin took over the program. At, Robert Toombs, and I think that, that our defensive success has been based upon what he's done here in the past. And bringing in Coach Jay Cravey from Vidalia High School has been a huge asset to us. And, and he, is, he has continued to not just build upon what Coach Lord got started, but bring his own flair. And our kids have just bought in. They have flown around. Four years of playing defense together, I think, has, has mattered. And, and we've had some great senior leadership on that side of the ball. You know, you're only as good as that group. You're only as good as, as, as your seniors are going to be. And, and you're only going to go as far as they'll take you. And you go look at those interceptions. Um, you know, four of the five have been made by seniors on defense. So that's been huge for us to be senior-led in our playmaking ability. You know, the team feeds off of seniors making plays. That's what the football program is about. It's about doing everything in your power to give your seniors a great senior year. And our, our kids have just bought into that and, and flown around. And, you know, I've, I've loved to see those navy blue hats just, just kind of – 
being renegades on defense, running around striking people, being where they're supposed to be, hitting hard and hitting fast. You mentioned that trying to have a great senior year. In 2020, obviously different than, than any season before it and probably, hopefully, any season after it. You guys feeling the effects of it this week with, with the game being canceled. How difficult is it to prepare? We, we spoke a little bit before, and the only thing you can really do this season is kind of take it week by week. How difficult is that as a coach and when you're trying to kind of convey that message to a team? You know, Jake, it has been about being together. I think that is the number one thing. you got to be focused, and your focus has to be more laser-like now than ever because, you know, this year's season's preparation is not how it's been in the past. It had, you can't fall into that routine. Our seniors this year can't go and, and say, well, we know on Mondays we're doing this, on Tuesdays we're doing this, on Wednesdays we're doing this, Thursday. Yes, we try to do that, but as we found out this week, your world can get turned upside down on a Tuesday, and then you're scrambling for two days just trying to work on yourself to be able to play fundamental football against another opponent, and you may not even find one. So, you know, I think that the, the true reality is this thing is this we always say, and, and, and my coaches said it when I was playing all those years ago, is, you know, don't take it for granted, right? And kids don't understand what that means. They, they, they go through the motions and they feel like everything is always going to happen the exact way it's supposed to. And this year, you, you better live by that reality. Don't take it for granted. You don't know when the next available opportunity is going to come. You know, we've had two games be affected already due to COVID, and we have lost two home games. So our kids are only guaranteed right now, Jake, three home football games as a senior class. And it is just something we pride ourselves on trying to win at home. And, and when, when, you, when you do that and you, and you, you go through your business week to week and, and how the state is having to go and how this country is having to go, through it right now, you really understand how important it is to a community, to a to a football program, to a whole county. Uh, how important Friday nights under that home stadium is, and, and I tell you what, man, I can't wait to get to play a game in the Pinelands. It's been too long. Yeah, first game scheduled October sixteenth. Going to be a while, but like you said, it'll be there uh, a group, a community, a town that'll be ready for it. When it, does, when it does come, Lance Helton, Jeff Davis, head coach with us. I want to ask you about last season. You go 7-3, and three, one of the better seasons uh, for the program in the last two decades, but you missed the playoffs in a tough region. How much did your team learn from that, and how did it motivate them this offseason? Well, I think we learned a lot. You know, I think that, number one, you can't leave anything to chance. You, know, you go into that game 10 last year on 7-2, you win the game, you share a, a part of the region championship. You lose the game, you're potentially out of the playoffs, and that's what happened. And, you know, the final 90 seconds of that game, Jake, still resonates with us and lives with us. We were up with a minute and a half left and got caught sleeping defensively. They hit us with, with, a, with a trick play that we weren't prepared for, and, and they won the game. And so our kids have, have, have really stewed over that, you know. I think that that is the good thing. I think the great thing about where we've come in, in my four years now, with this being my fourth, is seven and three is not good enough. And, and man, that, that's, a, that's an exciting and encouraging thing to, to be a part of that now, see that mindset change. But that's a heavy burden too, Jake. You, you know, these, these kids got – now they understand – they are the primetime ticket in this county. 
this, t- this town this town's going to shut down on Friday nights to see them, and and we want to go try to get to that game eleven. You know, they let everybody in the, st- in, the, in the state play 10. I guess until this year, now they're going to let you play 9 or 8 or however many you can get in. But, you know, we want to go get in that postseason play. I think our region is good enough. If you can just make it to the dance, you'll find out where you are in, in the grand scheme. So we're still working diligently on that, and we're going to try to play our best football late. You know, I think that's what we try to do year in and year out. And last year we did not do that again. And that left a sour taste in everybody's mouth. So we're going to try to continue to focus on playing our best football late. Hopefully by game 10 we're clicking on all cylinders and, and, and the Navy and Gold can come out on top. Coach, appreciate the time. We'll see you in a couple weeks going to Long County on October 2nd. Coach Helton, appreciate the time. We'll see you down the road. Thank you, brother. When you're wearing Navy, you're as good as gold. Go Jackets. I want to thank uh, Coach Helton for his time. And, and, Lindsay, I spoke with him, and he was right down to the last minute, even today, trying to find some games to fill on Friday because, as he said, just so many. You're trying to make this season as much as it can be for his seniors. Um, it, it's tough, and, and you feel for, for the kids especially that are trying to play and get as much out of this season as they can. Every opportunity that's canceled is one less opportunity they may have to play. Uh, high school football. So you feel for him, but he, I was impressed. He said the, the, jack, the Jackets have been really resilient and, and taking it week by week, and that's really all you can do in this season. So big thanks to uh, Lance Helton for joining us on the podcast. A couple other games of note coming to you Friday. We got Houston County at Statesboro, the Blue Devils, trying to bounce back after a, a tough loss at Swainsboro last week in a defensive slugfest. And then Metter hosting Savannah Country Day, two teams that had Great 2019s and are kind of off to different starts in 2020. Metter undefeated, rolling right up the Class A public rankings. And Savannah Country Day, that's had a long time to let that season opening loss to Bullock County, to Bullock Academy stew. Uh, the Hornets had a, had a game canceled due to some COVID-19 issues. They'll plan to be back at it uh, tomorrow night at Metter against the tough Tiger squad. Yeah, and, you know, you mentioned Savannah Country Day had some COVID uh, complications, as did Statesboro. So really glad to see both of those teams mostly healthy and even able to play this Friday night, Um, something we're dealing with this season, as we've mentioned time and time again. So uh, glad for them to have healthy, healthy enough rosters to play. Yeah, and and those are games that we're going to have for you tomorrow night on the end zone. We'll get started around 11.15 tomorrow night from Olvey Field in Hinesville, our game of the week, Liberty County at Bradwell. Both teams kicking off their 2020 seasons. And we'll take you around the southeast Georgia and low country area, bringing you all the scores and highlights uh, from around the high school football schedule. We are almost through September, Lindsay. We didn't know what this season was going to entail, and now we are full speed ahead into it really looking forward to tomorrow night i know Lindsay is as well for Lindsay, i'm jake we'll see you tomorrow night thanks for listening everyone see you